We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys on the monorail. Did you guys see Disney bought a new cruise ship? Yeah, they bought. Wait, did they buy the treasure? I thought they built that one. No, 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 no. Another one. What Really? What are they going to call it? I don't know. Maybe like the Pocahontas. Or maybe Rebecca. Welcome to episode 181 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we'll be giving the his on the character Pocahontas. Right now we are recording live for our group troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, all you got to do is go to DizHis.com and on the very top you'll see the group troop link. As well as seeing our faces, you'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. We'll be giving away a wax melt and a shirt next week. So if you want to go ahead and join our group troop, all you got to do is go to DizHis.com. And for as low as $2 a month, you can be entered into our giveaways. You can see our live shows and um, yeah, and be entered. also be in our Discord chat. If you want to leave us a message, share a memory, call us at 707-842-0345 or send us an email at dishishistory at gmail.com. Just send us some information that maybe future episode ideas, things we got wrong, things we didn't know in the past, or just maybe share a memory. Okay, so Pocahontas was the lead from the 1995 animated film Pocahontas and was based on a real historical figure. Pocahontas was created to be an independent female lead and to help represent a culture in a positive light. So, uh, you know, we're not going to focus so much on the movie today, right, Alex? We're going to be fo- focusing on the character. Correct. Yeah, not much history on the, the movie itself, just the character developmentation. Uh, and the character uh, is is not really represented in the parks, is it? No. Not, uh, not no much. Yeah, they I have mean, that raccoon guy. Where? In uh, Animal Kingdom. Where at? The the raccoon guy? Yeah, Uh, no, the raccoon guy's there. What's the name of the raccoon in chat? Uh, It's going to be... But I feel like he's the only representation we have. Miko, Miko. No, Pocahontas is sometimes in the park. She is is meet and greets, yes. Yeah. She does have meet and greets, but there's like no ride. There's like no attraction that has like Pocahontas, right? But it's a great movie. has great music in it. Uh, I mean... You don't think the music's great in Pocahontas? No, Pocahontas is one of my least favorite Disney princess movies. Really? Really? Yeah. Why? I just don't think the music is very good. The story is boring. Colors of the Wind? It's a great song. So is the other song in the movie. Which, What's the other one? <laughs> Thanksgiving? I was, hoping, I was hoping you would know because I have no idea. There's is there another song in that? Is. Yeah, is there another song? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Let's get down to business. That's, that's a not, good one. That's, that's not it. <laughs> a song to book on. Just take a look. I feel like Colors <laughs> to Win is messed up for people who are colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, man. I guess um, there's not really too many good songs. But it has Colors of the Wind, which is like a really good song. So there was like, let's just put one, one really good song in here. And then make the other ones like, eh. Just surrounded by a river band. That's not, that's not a line from Colors of the Wind. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I think I it hear is. it in my head. So, yeah. Like, oh yeah, just around the riverbend. That's a good one. But we're not talking. Too, yeah. We're not talking about the movie. No, no, no. no. We no, are talking no. about Pocahontas, <laughs> right? 
And what you know what we should do is go back and look at the our princess bracket to see where do we rank. Was Pocahontas even on the bracket? I don't think she's really she not a princess. The, she had to be on the bracket. She's, she's not even a princess. But she's classified as a Disney princess. You, I, she's an official Disney princess. What, what do you want? What do you want, yeah, she Chris? Is. She's an I don't official know. Disney an explanation? princess. An explanation, maybe? She has met the requirements of being a Disney princess. I feel like the requirements get wider and wider every year. I think they change. They're not, so, they're not adding more every. It's like they have a draft class every year. They just keep adding and adding. Yeah, they do. Okay, so Pocahontas. It's televised. So on our bracket, we had Pocahontas against Elsa, and she won. Pocahontas won against Elsa. Because I don't think people like Elsa. Then we had Pocahontas like against Belle, and she won. She beat Belle. She beat Belle. Are you, sure this is our, are you sure this is our yeah. Yes. This, is this one that you did and then you didn't tell us about? No. And then we had Pocahontas versus Tiana. So she made it to the final four. She lost to Tiana, who ended up winning the whole thing. Well, I feel like Pocahontas is kind of scrappy. Exactly. Right? Well, that's the thing. That's, that's why she made it so far. She's, she did more for her, her, her village than any of these people did for anybody else. Like, she's very reliable. She saved a man's life. She helped... A village stay up. She mended walls. Um, you know, she's she's very capable. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. As the other ones, not so much, right? At least not yet. At least not yet? Okay. What do you mean not yet? Like well, they're all very young. Like different Sarah Pocahontas, she was kind of made a little older. Okay, I see what you're saying. And not only that, now you kind of said, like, you know, why, how is Pocahontas a princess? As it, Like, I think when 1995, there weren't too many princesses. Right, right. So they're probably like just giving the princess title like anyone. Yeah, doesn't make a difference who it is. Nowadays, would she be a princess? That's the question. I feel like every female lead is a princess now. Well, I mean, she's she's the daughter of a chieftain who is a different version of a oh, king. Yeah, so Alex is right. She's a, that's a good she's point. A princess. He's, I don't that's know. Good... I don't know. Okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and get to the history. We try. We we try. I'll think best. about it. I'll think about it. You guys ready? <laughs> Sure. And Alex, hey, for the people who just got in here, uh, Alex is going to read this live because he forgot to record the history. So um, let's make faces at him. Strap in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. This is like this is like our original episodes back when we first yeah, started recording. Remember couple, we used to do this live? First couple months, yeah. First yeah, like six okay. months, actually. Two-hour episode. No, he's gotten a lot better. Have I? You don't, you don't hear me record. Let's get to the his on the character, Pocahontas. Disney was hitting a golden era of animation in the 90s and wanted to create movies that represented a spectrum of people. Jasmine became a favorite from Aladdin, so Disney continued to look for ideas for animations to feature women of color. Mike Gabriel pitched his idea for a film about Pocahontas, and it was greenlit, which would end up becoming a Disney classic. It starred one of the Disney princesses, Pocahontas, who represented a strong, independent woman of color. But if someone watched the movie, Pocahontas, which is loosely based on the real historical person, they would not have an actual idea who Pocahontas was. Pocahontas was born in 1596 to a chief named Powhatan. She was one of many children and would be raised in her mother's village, only living in her father's village when she was older and could contribute to the tribe. Pocahontas was actually named Matawaka. Pocahontas was her nickname given to her by her father, which means playful one. In December of 1607, 
11-year-old Pocahontas saved John Smith's life. He was a prisoner about to be executed when Matawaka put herself between John Smith and the tribe, begging for his life to be spared. She did befriend John Smith by visiting his settlement and playing games with the locals, but they never were romantic. She even helped the colonists not starve by bringing them provisions. In 1613, Matawaka was kidnapped and held for ransom in exchange for some English prisoners. She lived among the settlers for many years, learning their customs and language. She was even given the name Rebecca. She would eventually marry a tobacco... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rebecca? She would eventually marry a tobacco baron named John Rolfe, and shortly after had a son, Thomas, in 1616. Matawaka and her family traveled to England for her husband's work, where she would meet King James and Queen Anne. In March of 1617, Rolfe and Matawaka boarded a ship back to Virginia, but shortly after setting sail, Pocahontas became very ill. She died from unknown causes at the age of approximately 21 and was buried at St. George's Church in Gravesend, England. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of a lot to unpack. And it's kind of cool that they actually have this character after a real person, right? Mm-hmm. And has like real history yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. Are there any other Disney princesses that are kind of like after a, uh, a real person? I think Moana. <laughs> well, I think oh wait I don't, no that was after a movie I mean like Rapunzel and all that are by from like old old fables but were those fables based on real people it's hard to say but this one is uh, historically oh. proven to be based on real, a real person loosely um, based yeah. on a real person as you can tell yeah. from the story about her actual life so lots to unpack here I do have a mental list that I want to go over her name was Mako, Ma, um, hold on, I don't want to mispronounce this so let me find it Matawaka Matawaka I think uh, so. The her dad gave her the uh, the um, the nickname Pocahontas. I think by definition, a nickname should be shorter yes. than their actual name. Yeah, maybe maybe just maybe just uh, shortened it to like playful one. I think maybe even that's shorter than Pocahontas. <laughs> um, what would you What would you give her a nickname? What would you name her from Montawaka? Re- probably Rebecca. <laughs> probably Rebecca. <laughs> I do think it's very fitting that she was buried in a place called Gravesend. I mean, I think that's uh, that's probably a dream, the dream burial site for anyone being buried in a well, place called Gravesend. Well, can you imagine the person that kind of named that place? Yeah, they're probably like, ah, oh, let's just bury whatever we call it. Yeah, Gravesend. Well, Graves they, End. Well, they probably just had a whole bunch of graves and like, let's call it Gravesend because there's a lot of graves here. They probably didn't want to put a lot of thought in it. But I bet you uh, people from Disney, they named him, named it that. It's probably the same person who named John Smith, John Smith. The um, also, I think that I. So it said she died of unknown causes. I'm pretty sure I did read about this when I was in uh, school that that she was oh, like, yeah, she you're, died. A history, you're a history major. Yeah, she died of diseases that she got in a foreign land. Well, yeah, she went to England, like Europe. Yeah, yeah. And she died of tuberculosis. Also, super, uh, super crazy that like all this stuff happened. And so, yeah, she died at 21. Yeah, she got 21 a lot done by 21. She, she got a lot life. done by like, like she makes us feel like fools for not getting yeah, as oh, much yeah. done. I mean. I'm almost, I'm like, what am I, 34? And I've not nearly done as nearly as much as she has at 21. Yeah, no. She met a king queen. She was born a chief's daughter, one of many, because they had many many children. So it's not like she lived like a fabulous life. And then she would eventually meet the king king and queen of England. Like, that's insane. Well, listen, I feel like, you know, in our defense as being a little bit older and how much we've gotten done in our life, I feel like a lot has gotten like, we're kind of like in this like period of life where a lot of things have already got done. So what else, what else is there? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, like who came up with shoelaces? Like the person like shoelaces, like everyone, everyone has shoelaces, right? 
No. Pretty much. Well, not, not my, everyone. My Skechers are A lot of my kids right, in my school right, just right. have Velcro shoes. Okay. So, but the point I'm trying to make is that, I mean, I probably could have came up with shoelaces if shoelaces weren't invented. Right, right. Right. Like, so <laughs> that's my defense. <laughs> No, that's not what the guy in the seventies who who invented the pet rock said. He didn't say rocks I mean, are I around. F- he said, "I'm gonna figure out a way to sell people this rock." <laughs> that's true. I mean, I feel like if there wasn't TV, I couldn't create a TV. So I'm gonna take a little bit from <laughs> no. both of you. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take inspiration from a little bit of both of you. So screw finding the next shoelaces. Let's all get together and find the next pet rock. Yeah, I I agree with that. We'll talk but, about this. They already came, came, came up with the pet this. rock. What else? The it's next pet right. rock. Okay. We'll talk. Mike Gabriel learned about Pocahontas in a history book and decided that he wanted to pitch a film idea to Disney. Gabriel had just directed The Rescuer Down Under and went to pitch meeting with a simple picture of Tiger Lily from Peter Pan, surrounded by animals. He offered a love story of a Native American princess and an English settler, two characters of very different backgrounds, falling in love. Once a movie about Pocahontas was greenlit, Story supervisor Tom Cito came aboard and did extensive research into the early colonial era and the story of Motawaka. The team thought about making Pocahontas young and more accurate with the historical facts, but Roy Disney felt the character should be made older to allow for a more dramatic story. The development team also decided that the actual story of Motawaka and Rolf would be too complicated for a youth audience, so instead they chose to only include John Smith as a love interest in the first film. Disney spokesman Howard Green has stated that the studio wanted the Native Americans to be a true representation of Native Americans of that time. They wanted to stay away from bad stereotypes that had been done by people previously. Disney even consulted with a Native American organization, as well as Native American actors. Some people think Disney didn't want to repeat themselves after getting criticized by the American Arab Anti-Discrimination Committee after the release of Aladdin, but that theory was never proven. While in production, Disney showed 10 minutes of animation for the song Sequence Colors in the Wind to Ray Adams, the chairman of United Indians of Virginia. Adams approved the accurate outfits and praised the portrayal of the Native Americans as a loving people. Disney assigned Glenn Keane as a supervising animator. Glenn Keane had previously worked on The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast. With a note from Jeffrey Kastenberg to make her idolized and very attractive, Glenn started to look for inspiration. While on a trip to Virginia, Glenn, while on a trip to Virginia, Glenn met with Shirley Little Dove Castlau McGowan and her sister Debbie White Dove, descendants of Matawaka. Keane used them and other women as inspiration and even studied the voice actress who voiced Pocahontas, Irene Bedard, during her recording sessions. I'm so sorry that I'm butchering these names. That's fine. Um, so I'm thinking, you don't have to put this in this episode, right? But let's think about how powerful Disney is overall as a company, and you'd be like, hey, these, pe- these, com- these, co- these people are coming after them, and they're probably just like, hey, let's just throw money at them, and they'll leave us alone. Like, uh, no, I don't like the way that really turned <laughs> out. Let's, let's, let's do it differently. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You have enough money, you can do whatever you want. Like, change history. John Rolfe never existed now. Well, yeah. Yeah. So he, I think and he once comes again, in the second, uh, second movie, I think, comes in. Who? I think John Rolfe becomes a character in the second movie. Oh, he, in uh, the Muppets? So the, so Muppets, Rolfe, Rolfe. But not, not only that, think about this. I mean, um, is this crazy? Is that they're just like, they're raising, I feel like they're raising pass holder prices just so people stop being pass holders. Maybe. Because they don't want people to be pass holders anymore. Maybe. Because the, it's, the, the parks are way too busy, right? And if you go to the parks, like I went to the Epcot, which I'll talk about later on another day. And it's just like, it's this crazy busy. And there's, and the issue, I think one of the issues that they're having is that there's not enough people to work because they're trying to cut back 
to save money or whatever, or trying to make up money, you know, somehow. And there's like, is this not the same customer service that you, that you're getting because there's not enough people working because they're not hiring people right now. There's a hiring freeze at Disney, right? They're um they're letting people go at Disney. Why? Why are they letting people go? When before, when I was able to go to Disney, I know maybe I sound like entitled right now, right? But the reason why I went to Disney was because I didn't want to go ahead and get a SeaWorld type of service. I didn't right. want to go ahead and get a Legoland type of service where, you know, when I drive in the SeaWorld, you don't know where to park because people appoint you like 18 different directions. When I go to Disney, I want a Disney experience, right? Like I'm paying this money. Give me a Disney exp experience. I don't want to see garbage. I, I, I don't want to go ahead and have to throw away garbage, go to a trash can, and I, I have no place to go ahead and throw away my trash because all the trash cans are full because people don't want to go ahead and hire someone to work that day. Right. It's it's stupid. I don't want to have to go ahead and go use a restroom and not have toilet paper. This, wow. I mean, this is like stuff that has happened to me recently because there's not enough people working anywhere on uh, on property and it's starting to really make me upset. And I'm not the only one that's saying this. People are saying this all over the place. There are lots and... of people that are saying this. <laughs> Everybody is saying this. I'm sorry, mute you. You're quiet. <laughs> well, I'm talking about people like other customers, like people who are going to like Disney and stuff like that. If you look on the, on the message boards, they're saying the same thing. <laughs> the only thing I disagree with you about is the fact that they're raising prices to get people to not buy the the pass the annual passes. I think they're raising the prices because they know that they're still going to sell out of the annual yeah. passes, just like Genie Plus. Like, like, oh, we're just going to start charging for rides. We know people are going to pay for them anyway, and people are, and it's 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 a huge success. They just yeah. they're doing this because they know and and you're going to continue to go back. You're not going to not go back to Disney. I'm not sure, man. I might go Universal instead. Nah, that's not true. I don't know, man. I mean, it's pretty I'm pretty unhappy. And you know, you're and, and you're not entitled, Joe, because Disney because Disney for the last 30 years that has been their whole thing. They that set that is precedent. What, yeah. That is what they were known for is that type of quality when you go to the park. That's why Walt wanted a trash can every like five feet because he wanted that to be the experience people got when they went to Disney. That was what the whole park was developed on, built upon, and supposed to be happening. And unfortunately, right now, I don't know why they can't hire more people because, like you said, they're raising the prices of everything. And Chris is right. They're not going to not – they're going to raise the price as long as people are buying it. And they're like, oh, we raised the price, and it's not getting slower. So let's just keep raising I, the price. Why not? Well, I think they're trying to get Supply rid of the masses. I think they're trying to get rid of annual passes. I just think they're seeing they how, long, how high they can go until people start buying it. And then they're like, okay, well, I guess we can't go any higher than that. Supply and demand, but though. Go, I mean, that's that's, but they that's want, the way of the of the business world. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then do you see that they bought a new ship? No. A cruise they, boat? they bought a ship? They didn't build it? Nick, Nick, we can maybe you'll have Nick come on and talk about it later on. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick posted on Sandpiper on his webpage. But they bought like a cruise ship that was like half built. Wow! And, but they can go ahead and they can buy this. It's like a mega cruise ship. It's three stacks on it. You know, like the stacks on the very top where like the horn comes out of and stuff like that. There's like three stacks on this cruise ship. It's it's stupid. But they can go ahead and buy that. But they can go ahead and um you know lay uh, lay off people and do a, have like a hiring freeze and not have freaking workers cleaning out their garbage and giving you the experience that you want to go to Disney for. Well, that's why. Well, they bought that cruise boat. Yeah. Screw the workers. They got a boat now. You ever see a sad person on a boat? They don't care about these. Don't care about this. These people clean up the trash. They got a boat with three stacks. I'm calling it a boat now to be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boat. Um, did we talk about this history at all? I don't think so. I went on a rant. <laughs> Can we talk um, about this a little bit? Yeah. I think it's awesome that uh, we, we, we look at Disney 
and see it, that they are uh, being inclusive now in 2022. And it's like, oh, finally, they're, we're finally seeing them add this person and that person. But, it, you know, it turns out back then they were they were even still being they were uh, being inclusive. Like, I think <clears throat> if they were to just come out with this movie, it could be looked at as um, I don't know, pandering, maybe. Right. But the fact they went and consulted all these like actual Native American groups and everything, it showed that they actually cared that they represented Native American culture the right way and not like the uh, pandering way, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. They they actually got the input by people who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they didn't just go to one source. They went to multiple sources to get this input to make sure they're doing it the correct way instead of just putting a movie together and uh, hoping they don't go off the mark. But, I mean, it's interesting that people thought they were criticized for Aladdin. So maybe that's why they went this route. But yeah, um, maybe – if the worker says by Aladdin and they went this route, at least they changed their method within like three, two, three years. They didn't, you know, people could be wrong, but they have to learn from the mistakes. Yep. And Disney does that. The animation team under Glenn Keane decided to use complex shapes, color schemes, and expressions while designing Pocahontas. The amount of work needed required a total of 55 animators to work on Pocahontas at some point during production of the movie. Pocahontas was drawn with a rounded face with refined and angular shapes something very uncommon for a Disney princess. The head for Pocahontas was drawn in similar proportion to her body, giving her an adult look, allowing her to appear more mature. She was given historically accurate wardrobe that was mostly brown except for a turquoise necklace. In the film, she was similar to other Disney princesses, with her independent thinking and bravery to go against the grain. But she also was very active in the governing of her village. She was defined by her romantic relationship and had created a true heroine, someone who was the opposite of a damsel in distress. Pocahontas' sense of independence and fearlessness made her a great role model for other women, especially girls of color. Pocahontas, the animated movie, premiered on June 10, 1995, and earned $30.5 million at the box office during its first weekend of wide release. You can find Pocahontas at many different parks for a meet-and-greet. She can be seen in Critter Country at Tokyo Disneyland, the Royal Reception Hall at Hong Kong Disneyland, and on the Disney Cruise Line. She appears in the World of Color Nighttime Spectacular at Disney California Adventure. Fantasmic at Disney's Hollywood Studios, in the American's Room in It's a Small World, and was seen on stage for the Golden Mickey Show on Disney Wonder, Dream, and Treasure. Did they get rid of Pocahontas from uh from Fantasmic, or did they add her in? Something happened. Uh, Something happened with that uh, recently. Just recently. Well, Fantasmic's just coming back right now. Yeah, they changed the show, and I don't know if they added or took her out. Maybe somebody in Discord can uh clarify that. I I know that they. I think she's still in it. Nick says. But changed it. Okay. They changed it because I think there was some backlash about it. Should have probably prepared more for uh for the episode, but something definitely, definitely happened in Fantasmic, guys. Okay. They um they're 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 now doing cast previews for Fantasmic. I think it's going on this week, actually. I think they're starting to bring it back. So if they're doing cast previews for Fantasmic, that means that they're probably gonna go ahead and open it here in the next couple weeks, maybe. It's already open to the public. The why? Yeah, oh, it was. I'm well, sorry, it was removed. Pocahontas was removed. But do you know? But they're still doing cast preview for it, though. Like, I maybe it's open, but uh, maybe they're still doing cast preview for it. Then Jen mentioned it yesterday that they're going, and he's staying at uh, somewhere for it. So the new show sequence featuring Disney characters Mulan, Elsa, Aladdin, Pocahontas, and Moana in heroic moments. That's going to replace the existing Pocahontas scene. So there was a whole Pocahontas scene. They cut it out and are putting all those, those people in. So let's, let's protest. Let's uh, justice for Mo Mokawata. 
Matawaka. Matawaka. That was pretty close. That was pretty good. That, that was, was pretty close. good attempt with that looking that was, back that at was it. Close. That was I'm close. proud of myself. Um, 30.5 million. I think that's a pretty good opening weekend for a cartoon movie for, based on like, this, I can't see, I can't see this movie coming out and be like, people were rushing to the, to the movies to, to go see it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not just one of those like summer blockbuster hits, Pocahontas. Like, it's just, I don't see that. I don't know. I don't see it being that. So the fact that pulled in $30.5 million seems pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. And Definitely when they you look at Pocahontas compared to other Disney princesses, she does not look the same as them. She definitely has a different style upon her way she was drawn. She definitely looks a lot old, more mature, which is ironic because mm-hmm. she's based on a historical figure who was young. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, she definitely looks different um, than the other princesses for sure. And not only that, I, uh, I kind of like how they kind of talk about like this part of history right here, how she is kind of like a great role model for for girls of color. And how, you know, she's a strong, independent, like, w- woman, right? And she, yeah. what she did was to kind of bring she, – she did a lot, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And she was there, like, like well, almost 10 years before Tiana. So, I mean, that's, that's all that people had to look at toward, up towards was uh, Pocahontas during that time. Yeah, that's true. Although well, you can't dress as her anymore for Halloween. Um, kind of offensive, you know what I mean? It's kind of – it's, it's, she kind of gets um, – it's kind of uh, what should I say? How should I say this? It sucks, I guess that, and maybe that's why there's not more representation of her is because it can be looked at as um, like racist or insensitive to dress as a Native American for Halloween or you know or dress up or anything because all the Disney princesses have dresses, but she just has her her native uh, clothing. You mean her so dress? Maybe, well, native dress. You know what I mean? Like, what it's, does that matter? It's, well, I don't know. Ask people who think it's insensitive. That's what I'm saying. Like they they don't sell it anymore. Like you can't you can't dress up like Pocahontas and be looked at as as not as as not racist. Well, like it's it's that's they it. don't next sell that Christmas, anymore. Next Halloween, I'm going as Pocahontas. I think anyone should be able to go as Pocahontas. No, I I I know exactly what you mean, but people aren't they're not selling the thing anymore. So there's I think that maybe hurts the uh the representation of her because we did talk about how she's not really represented that much anymore, and that maybe that's the reason why. Maybe. Which sucks, um, but um, because I think, if a little girl wants to be Pocahontas, she should be able to be Pocahontas, you know? Yeah, and I think that – I think 95 is a long time ago. 1995 is a long time ago, and that could be one of the reasons why. It's just, it's just kind of outdated almost in a way, right? Um, What's outdated? I mean, Ariel, Ariel isn't outdated. Jasmine oh, Pocahontas. isn't outdated. Well, yeah. Ariel's a little bit different, I feel like, because Little Mermaid is um, – uh, just to Disney itself as a company, I mean, that's one of those movies that kind of brought Disney back on the – you know, in the lime, yeah, what live light or the limelight? What what is it? The live, live light, light. Yeah, yeah, right. the yeah. live light. Yeah, is it the limelight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it limelight? I tell you what, live light makes a lot more sense. Live light, I think it does, yeah. right? Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll start that. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Pocahontas makes a cameo in six episodes of The House of Mouse. In Aladdin and the King of Thieves, Genie turns himself into Pocahontas and jumps off a plane. Oh, because of the diving down the. I think mm-hmm. why would he jump out of a plane? Is what, Pocahontas? What do you What do you think the the reason behind that is? Because she jumps down the like the waterfall. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? That That's Aladdin jumping on a plane dressed as Pocahontas. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Or not Aladdin, Genie. Good, Chris. 
In Disney Heroes Battle Mode, Pocahontas is a playable character. Between 1998 and 2008, Pocahontas had her own show, Animal Kingdom, titled Pocahontas and Her Forest Friends. I didn't know that's cool. Yeah. In the movie The Lion King 1 and a half, you can make out a Pocahontas silhouette in the movie theater. Pocahontas is the only Disney princess to have a tattoo, a symbol on her right arm. Oh, in that little gif that um, Adam posted, it's I on the left it. arm. It's on the left arm. Oh, oh, yeah. Russell Means, a Native American activist who voiced Powhatan, suggested some changes to the way Pocahontas talked, which Disney... <laughs> what? What? Did you call him Peloton? What did you call him? <laughs> is that Pow? Pow Hayton? I said Powhatan. Uh, Powhatan. Okay. A Native American activist who voiced Powhatan suggested some changes to the way Pocahontas talked, which Disney then changed for the film. That's cool. We here at Disney think Pocahontas was an amazing character who has become a Disney fan favorite. Development of Pocahontas helped shape the mold of future Disney princesses toward a stronger, more independent woman. She also helped a lot in the early representation of strong, capable women of color. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyScented.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Hey, do you want to hear something really cool, Alex? Sure do. So let me tell you a little bit about the Goof Troop, Alex. Do you know about the Goof Troop? I kind of do. Well, it's a great way to support the show. You get access to our live shows, which is like a total mess. Oh, it's a total mess. I edit it, and I have to sit there and 
make sure it sounds professional. Yeah, and it's not at all. Uh, we do giveaways, you know, a couple times a month. We're yeah. always giving away wax melts. We're giving away candles. You I know. know. We're giving away books. It's not fair because I can't be in the giveaways because I'm a host. I always try to get in the giveaways, but uh, yeah, it's really not right if I join in, right? No. But you can support us for as low as $2 a month, and you can get access to all of these things. Just for $2? Yeah, this for $2. Wow. In our Discord chat, I mean, our Discord chat is off the chain. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have made lifelong friends in mm-hmm. our Discord chat. It's bumping, uh, as the kids would say. It is bumping, as the kids are saying. And you can, uh, you know, we have a bunch of great Patreon members that keep our chat super active. There's so many great members that I look forward to every morning to wake up and to talk to every day. So where do you get join this Patreon? So, oh, good question there, Alex. All you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, there's a Goof Troop link. Just hit the Goof Troop link. It takes you to our Patreon, and there's so many different ways you can support our show. And as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. And it helps us keep our website up. It helps us with advertising, you know? So for as low as $2 a month, you can help support our show. You can help us advertise to get our show out there from to more people so they can listen. And so we, because we love to interact with fans. We love interacting with everyone. Um, so go ahead and join and join our Discord. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where between November 21st and 27th we'll be watching the original Willow movie ahead of the release of the sequel series. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club, with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Uh, so, Alex, what did you do this week in Disney? Well, I watched Willow. Thinking we did D, D Plus this week. <laughs> Let's talk about Willow. Let's no, talk about Willow, we can't. Cause... We got to talk about it next week. Okay. But uh, what else? Good movie. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Yes, Who's I your did. favorite character? Mine's Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <laughs> Man, Man Mardigan, 100%. Val Kilmer so is good, but... Hold on. Alex is showing us his Willow tattoo for people at home that uh, can't see this. But a close second would be Kevin Pollack. Who is he, which, which character does he play? He plays a brownie. Oh, okay. What? Like, yeah, you have to watch the movie, Chris. Okay. It's good. It's a good movie. Did you do anything else? So it just so happens my one of my old bosses called me on uh, Saturday. He's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, well, my dad's coming in town and the kids are sick, so I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. He goes, well, how would you like to go to Disney? Animal Kingdom. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I have seven tickets I can't use and I, ha- I need to give them away to somebody. And I said, well, that'd be amazing. Let me talk to my wife. And I talked to Christine and she's like, no, because our kids are sick. We took our kids to the doctor on Sunday, and they had the flu. So it's, she made the right choice not to go to Disney that day. But 
what we did do was we took the tickets, the seven tickets, and we gave them to my wife's coworker. Um, she lost her home in the last hurricane, not the one that just happened, not Nicole, but the one prior. And she's been living in a hotel room with her four kids and two parents. Jeez. So wow. they've been living in a hotel for the last month, you know, since the last hurricane, which destroyed their house with the floods. And uh, we gave them the tickets to Disney. So they went to Disney on Sunday and it was That's That's cool. Did they awesome. have fun? They had a lot of fun and they were talking about possibly trying to go to Disney in December, but wasn't sure how they'd afford it because they've had to do so much with their, you know, rebuilding their house. Right. And, uh, you know, being stuck in a hotel for that many days, the kids are getting uh, antsy and bounce off the wall. So it was really nice for them to be able to get uh, out and to the parks and have a nice day at Animal Kingdom. That's so cool. And, you know, that's that's the power of Disney. Something like that can really boost you up and make it, you know, make your day so much better. Especially when Absolutely. someone gifts you tickets, which is insane. Doesn't happen very often. Very upset I wasn't able to do it myself, but at least it found a good home and went to someone who definitely needed it. Yeah, definitely. That's so cool. Okay. Chris, what did you do this week in Disney? I went to go see Wakanda Forever. Oh, what'd there. you think? It was good. It was good. It was very entertaining. Uh, it wasn't the best movie in this phase. The effects were great. It was very entertaining. But for whoever, I'm without spoilers. Whoever has seen this movie can probably agree with me that by the end of the movie, it's like whatever happened during the movie doesn't really matter to me. Like, I just like 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 the like, uh, you know, I don't know what the the main the main thing that happens in the movie, like the main everything that happens just doesn't matter. Like it it, it happens and it's like, OK, That's so the that, whole was my, snap that was my series. One, huh? That's the whole Thor three part movie is. They're undoing what happened in the previous movies. So the previous movies didn't matter because they undid what happened. Yeah, no, this is like uh, you, you'd have to watch the movie to see what I mean. And people who are listening at home, if you saw the movie, you know what I mean. But that being said, even though, what, in my opinion, it, it doesn't matter. I had a lot of fun watching what didn't matter because it was a fun movie. And, um, and Namor was awesome character. Um, his, his, uh, his name in the... Um, in the comics is Namor and uh it was really cool how they uh they kind of changed his whole backstory he's a Mayan god and he's Mexican so he's the first Mexican superhero which is really cool and instead of it being Namor and his name is Namor which means like the no love or something like that which they explain in the movie so it's very cool how they were able to creatively uh kind of make that make sense and he's a really cool character I, I really enjoyed him and his world and just the effects of everything them you know exploring his kind of uh backstory and his world that he lives in underwater very cool and you know wakanda's such a cool place so all the wakanda tech and all the characters are great it was a good movie it was fun to watch very entertaining just not the best movie which is fine and we you know, this might be a good um point to kind of talk about Marvel Snap, right? Can I say <laughs> why are we going to talk about Marvel Snap? Because it, we, the battle pass or whatever is Wakanda, right? Yes. It's Wakanda theme, and the character, yeah, and the yeah, right, and the character that you're talking about, he has like a card in the game. I think what do you know what what he does in the game? Yes, if he's the only character at that spot, he gets plus five power. Yes, he's like a water, <laughs> and he's like a little water animation. Like the animations yeah. in the game are great. Like for yeah. whatever character you're playing, like the card, mm-hmm. Ant Man's like small and kind of makes a noise, and mm-hmm. you know, then what is it, Namor? Is that how you say mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. Like his water has like a little wave, and it does yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but we've been playing a lot of Marvel Snap, all of us. Yes. Yeah, Joe, you were sleeping the other night, but Alex and I were, uh, we streamed each other playing and we were like coaching each other through, which is a lot of fun. Really? I mean, that is a lot of fun. And what rank are you guys? I'm not in the 42. No, I think I'm down to 40. I went on a bad streak today. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful. What, what rank are you, Alex? 36. 36. I'm level 65. Oh, we didn't ask you, Joe. We didn't ask you, Joe. Joe. It's all right. Uh, no, I was, I'm level 65. Uh, I was almost 70 today. And when you get to 70, you get like a special card. Like oh, a vibrant variant. Like variant. Yeah, I know. Right. And I really want it. I was so Probably close. Black Panther. Oh, it's probably the Ancestors thing. Maybe. I don't know. No. Well, maybe because it, cause it is yeah. on that. Because it's mm-hmm. Wakanda or whatever theme. Right. Uh, but Black Panther's a pretty good card. I'm not sure if you guys realize this, right? Um, but like when you're playing a character on Marvel Snap, if you look on the uh, like the guy that you're playing, some of them have like cl- clans or guilds or whatever. Have you guys noticed that? Like there's like a little blue name underneath their name. No, Mm-mm. but I I don't see like a place where I can start like a Diz His guild, which I really want to do, so we can kind of get people playing and kind of talk about it. Um, that's something that I do want to do, but some people can do, some people can't. I can't. I don't know why. Maybe like if they're in a different like um, you know version of the game, uh, but I would like that. Yeah, definitely. It would be. Uh, but yeah, if you are playing Marvel Snap, let us know. Send us an email so we can go ahead and kind of, you know, maybe get uh, uh, get ready for when they do bring guilds that we kind of get together and kind of uh, start one and have fun playing together. Yeah, send me your deck build because I need help. <laughs> yeah, I can help you, man. When, when you guys going to stream tonight? I'll, I'll love to help you guys. Nope, I have something else to do tonight. Tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday. Tomorrow. You gonna play, You guys going to do it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Gonna try Probably. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to help you guys. I, I, I would love to go ahead and kind of uh, send and talk about deck builds. and fun. Uh, yeah. And Chris, did you do anything else? Um, oh, well, the only last thing I'm doing this week, it's, uh, it's in the mail, is remember those Star Wars cards I showed you guys? There's Pixar ones that came out, and I bought a whole box. And I'm going to be doing an, an unboxing. Emily and I are going to make a video unboxing the car. It's really excited. Oh, really? There's a, there's like a $3,000 card somewhere, somewhere in there. Uh, oh. Hopefully, hopefully we get really? it. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. It's the Pixar You're definitely going to get it or you no, 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 no. Oh, you have okay. a chance. Yeah. Okay. It's Luxo, the Pixar lamp. He's uh yeah. The Pixar so, lamp. That makes sense. Yeah. So we will, uh, so fingers crossed we get Luxo, but I did get two packs in the mail. Um, that I opened um, a couple weeks ago. I got it finally out in the mail, and um, and they're really cool cards. I, I they are cool. You sent pictures. Yeah, they're yeah. they're really cool. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for that. Okay, so for this week for me, I went to Epcot this past uh, weekend, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, I sat there earlier and ranted about Disney, some of the things that they're doing wrong, and the things that I'm unhappy with. But still, I went. And I had a great time. We ate around the world. We drank around the world. Uh, one of my favorite places to eat because it's still f- food and wine still going on. And there was like a wing place. And for like seven bucks, right? You can go ahead. And this is great, I think. You can get like a full meal of wing. You get like six wings, you know, ranch, blue cheese, celery. Um, for how much? Get, it's like seven bucks. So and they more were good. than a like, dollar a pretty, wing. It was, it was not bad, though. I mean, it was good. And the wings were like delicious. I got the sticky wings. They were they were really they were amazing. Is that and then, Asian? Yeah, I think it was like an Asian type of sauce. It was just so really good. good. It was like a peanut uh, sauce. Ooh, so nice. yeah, I guess yeah, it was really good. And then also there was another type of wing that Mel got that I we kind of like you know I gave her two of mine and she gave me two of hers. It was like a sriracha spicy wing. It was really Ooh. good too. Yeah. And then we got I got like a um, uh, a flight of beer with and all of them were delicious. And I got this pineapple beer. And I'm not a uh. huge fan of pineapple, but this was, it was really. Cart? 
I don't know. No, it wasn't. We've had yeah. we have mango cart down here. Mango cart's really good. Very good. Yeah. Well, this pineapple beer was actually really good. Um, it was it wasn't really like the, the pineapple wasn't wasn't overwhelming. It was very light and it was just really good. When they do it good, it's it's nice and refreshing for sure. I like mango cart Steve. That's awesome. But you yeah. see this, Joe? You see how what? you were you were ranting for a half hour at how much you hate. I know. Disney well, I know. Now. That's why I said. And now man. you're like, I had such a good time. It's see, I know it. It was. You'll be back. What's that That's song? True. You'll be back. What is it? Uh, You'll be back. Oh, it's from Hamilton. <laughs> from yeah, I went to go see Hamilton too. I don't think I talked oh, about that. No, I went you to go see Hamilton. That was a lot of fun too. Went to go see Hamilton. Uh, I mean, not nearly as good as the original cast. I mean, right. the singer who sang like Hamilton, Lin Manuel Miranda, is not the best singer. I guess yeah. you can say. You know, he's. I think he's all right, but he's not the best. Like the person who did his part was a little bit better. I feel like, but everyone else was not nearly as good as the original. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. Man is like amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Hamilton was great. Let's go back to Epcot. It was really crazy how many people we ran into that we knew at Epcot. Like we sat there, we were at. I forget where we were not Norway. Um, we were somewhere else and like we ran into our neighbors. And then, so That's we pretty, pretty much crazy. hung out with our neighbor, neighbors the rest of the time there. My son and like, you know, their kids were playing together and it was a lot of fun. We pretty much hung out like the whole day together, eating and drinking around the world. That's awesome. Then we ran into one of our other friends that were teachers that were there. We're like, Hey, Hey, I was like, Hey, Heather, what are you doing? And, um, she was like, Hey, so we talked with them for a little bit. Then we went to Mexico. I went to get Mel the avocado margarita. I'm sitting there in line, and I didn't exactly know where the line was. So I'm kind of like looking to where the where the line starts. I was like, hey, where does the line like you know where's it? Where can I go to the end of the line? And some person's like, you can come back over here. You can join our family. I was like, okay. So I like joined their family, right? I'm t- sitting there talking oh, to these congratulations. people. Congratulations. Yeah, well, I'm sitting there talking to these people. Exciting. I joined some family. It was exciting. I had no idea who they were, but then all of a sudden I hear Joe. It's one of the teachers that I work with, <laughs> and she's with them. She's with that family. It's that so took weird. Me in. <laughs> oh my god. She's like Joe. I was like, oh my. I was like, do you know these people? She's like, yeah, these are the people I'm with. And I'm like, what? They just like adopted me. Oh man, and it's then a we small all... world after all, Joe. It is, but so that was kind of cool. So uh, it was just a really good day. That's awesome. And um, the food was great. It was fun. We, we, we oh, I went to the place in France where they kind of have the br- uh, broche buns. And they oh, put the yeah. ice cream in the middle of it. You know? Oh yeah. And they kind of put it. Oh, that was really good too. Yeah. So it was a really, stuff. it was a really good day. Yeah. Nice man. Let's go go ahead and talk about some news. Did you guys see? And Nick from Sandpiper, he's going to be jump in and talk with us about this because he just posted. and I saw it right before we kind of started the podcast that Disney bought this boat. Do you have more information on this boat? Yes, that helps if I unmute myself. <laughs> hey Nick, how you doing? Hello. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, yeah. Thanks um, for coming on. I'm, I'm kind of excited. That, I mean, we looked at the, the information quickly before the show started, but tell us a little bit more about this boat. Yeah. So literally, um, I got an email, I think, about 5.30 tonight. Uh, so Disney has acquired a partially completed ship. Uh, so there was a ship out there that was being built over in um, Meyer Wharf Shipbuilding. <laughs> um where some of the other ships were built. And um, apparently that company went bankrupt and Disney kind of stepped in there to purchase this giant ship. And it's a completely unique looking ship for them because it is so huge. Um, The information that we've gotten so far basically is that it is 208,000 gross ton ships. Wow. Um, It is not going to actually be sailing inside the United States, um, which is going to be interesting i don't know if it's going to be over in europe or what but um just post a picture of it 
it is huge. Um, it actually has three funnels, like Joe said a little oh bit ago. Um, uh, they are expecting approximately 6,000 guests and 2,300 crew on board, which is it, a lot for Disney. It is. And I think that there's rumors and they're going to be, this can be over in Asia. So this is me cruising around over there. Which yeah, that's kind of what amazing. we were talking about earlier is possibly Asia because I know they do have a lot of cruise ships out in Asia and um, definitely been out there culture-wise with Disney. So, huh. Well, I do um, uh, – I remember maybe like three cruises ago, we were talking with some cast members on one of the boats, and they were saying that they were kind of getting ready to – uh, you know, get some type of Disney cruise over in Asia. And because they were like, you know, they, there's like a whole school, there's like a college you can go to that Disney does over there that's for um, for cruises. And they were kind of just started it and all these people were getting trained. And so they were kind of getting ready because why would they not do that? I mean, you can go to Shanghai Disney, you can go to um, Tokyo Disney. And I mean, people, th those are people say that those are better than the parks over here in America. Right. So I don't know about you, but I kind of want to go to those parks. Yep. Yeah, so it's definitely been on our list to go check out the parks. I know Shanghai looks absolutely stunning with the castle. So oh, I'd yeah. love to see that. Yeah, this um, saying the ship is set to set sail in 2025. So it might be coming out around the same time that their other ship, the Treasure, is coming out. Um, this crazy. one's not named yet, but um, yeah, pretty huge announcement um it's been in the talks we had heard about it a couple weeks ago but i honestly didn't see disney doing anything like this um i don't know how far they are with the building and what they're going to incorporate in it so i'm hoping to see i'm assuming we'll see a lot of the same stuff we've already seen with disney cruise line nothing too crazy new from it mm -hmm. 25 is, is pretty like it's pretty soon yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting i mean it's probably like, they're gonna have to redo the insides right yeah, Probably. so assuming, I mean, a lot of the cab, I mean, the cabins are all pre-manufactured anyway, so I don't know if maybe those are already completed or in the process of being completed. Obviously, can add a Disney touch to anything. Um, my my thought almost, too, is with this many guests on board, maybe Disney might come out with a ship that's a little bit cheaper as well, too, especially since it is sailing in um, different country. Um, but it's going to be very interesting for Disney. Yeah. Any other news, travel news, Nick? Um, other than that, I mean, we have Black Friday coming up, and obviously everybody knows Black Friday is a huge shopping time um, for the holidays. Um, a lot of the industry in general with cruises and um, all-inclusive resorts are running really good specials for Black Friday. A lot of them actually already started those as well, too. Um, I know Royal Caribbean just um, came out with a pre-Black Friday sale, so that's going to run for a couple weeks. And... Um, they have six hundred up to six hundred dollars off per cabin, free children's sale. So um, now's the time to book a vacation for next year. We've got spring break coming up and um, summer vacations. Nice, awesome. I, I can't distracted. I can't wrap <laughs> my mind around uh, two cruise ships going to be going live in the next few years. That's yeah, crazy I mean, it was, to me. it was crazy. I mean, we all remember a few years ago when Disney announced that they were building brand, two brand new ships. And then in 2019 at D23, they're like, hey, we have a third brand new ship coming out. So that was going to make seven. Um, so now this is going to be probably the seventh ship coming out for, for Disney, wow. but they'll have eight total, which is pretty huge for them growth-wise in such a short time. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna have half yeah. the ocean is going to be Disney ships. Yeah, I heard, I heard this uh, ship's going to be called the JPEG. 
and there's no one working on it. You have to do everything on your own. You have to make your own bed. Bring your own toilet you to paper. You bring twice your own the toilet cost, paper. <laughs> yeah, it's twice the cost. You have to do everything. You have to make your own food. <laughs> and it, it says too, um, it's going to be the first in the cruise in- industry to be fueled by green methanol. So it's one of the oh, lowest emission cool. fuels available. So I know, um, actually I had somebody ask me a question earlier about how cruise ships are and what they're doing to become green. Um, and a lot of the cruise ships, including the Wish, um, came out with the, um, I think it's called LGT, um, to just help make the world a better place and continue oh. to do that with minimal waste. Nice. Very cool. Okay, so um, Nick, did you what did you do in the world of Disney this week? Did you do anything special? Um, nothing special besides we've been watching still Hocus Pocus too. My daughter is obsessed with that, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've been watching that even though we have all the Christmas trees up. Um, trying to throw in the Grinch in there as well too. She loves that, even though it's not a Disney movie. But um, yeah, Hocus Pocus too for us still fun. Yeah, it's a good movie. It, yeah, it turned out really good. We're I. I I was never a Hocus Pocus fan, honestly. My husband can attest to that, and he kind of drew me in, into it. I'm still not a fan of the first one, but this one I really love. So, Next week for episode 182, we will be talking about the Dumbo attraction over at Magic Kingdom, which I'm really looking forward to talking about. And not only that, what you call it? Uh, John Stamos has a Dumbo uh, vehicle. That's right. Yeah. Does he really? Yep, that's now, the one he's he right. There, there, there is. Yeah, I think he has a Dumbo one, and also Castaway K. You can, you can snorkel to see it, like a, one of the Dumbo seats or whatever. Come on, uh, guys, you're taking all my quick fire quick facts. We can just put it in there. We're giving you quick fire quick facts. We're not going to go ahead and put this in the episode. Don't put this in the episode. Not put an episode. It's a good little tidbit. Hey, Nick, thanks for coming in and talking. Yeah, about thank you. Uh, we appreciate that very much. No problem, guys. So, yeah, I was excited to see that come up. So I wanted to make sure I shared it. Yeah, yeah for very sure. Cool. It's almost like breaking news. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I would say you hear it first, but we don't come out for another six days. So <laughs> literally, it's like I mean, it's like a brand new theme park basically at sea. Pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. much. You're right. It's cool. It's really cool news. I'm anxious to see what they announce with it and what they bring to it. Who's gonna be like the you know the per, like you know that this um, the wishes like Rapunzel like who's gonna be on the front who's gonna yeah. be in the atrium? Yeah, that's gonna be that fun thing? to know. Imagine when they get like they're at like ship thirty five and they're trying to figure out like who's gonna be on this ship. Like we've used everyone good so far. Like what, what are we gonna do here? Just throw <laughs> Sneezy Sneezy on there. <laughs> sneezy. <laughs> so that's the his on the character Pocahontas. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. 
See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. 